Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. There are three things that I want to cover with you this week. One, It is really important for you to know yourself, the good, the bad, the crazy, the complicated. It's really important for you to know yourself as you tackle whatever it is, whether that's personal or professional. And especially during Mental Health Awareness Month, give yourself the gift of being sure that you are taking care of you and knowing who you are. Number two, that kindness and courage are not mutually exclusive. You can be kind and still have difficult, courageous conversations. And then number three, when you're really faced with making some decisions, it is important to understand that decisions are not just for the decision's sake. Decisions are about providing solutions. And so if you think about what solution you are trying to provide, then you can decide what decisions need to be made and not the other way around. So as we dive in this week on the Rutledge Perspective, I want to keep those three things in mind. So as I was thinking through all of the things I have going on here in the month of May and the clients that I'm going to be working with, this is a recurring theme, not just this month, but all the time, a recurring theme across the people that I work with and the people that I talk with. The first one, because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I think it's really important for us to remember to understand who we are. When you show up, you really need to be clear on who you are. And the reason being, all of the things that I've talked about before, you know, how do you show up and you do you and all the very important. I'm talking about a little bit on a deeper level because in order for you to be able to decide what your deal breakers are, to decide how you're going to lead, what decisions you're going to make, all of those kind of things that come up both personally and professionally, you have to really be clear on who you are and what your gut tells you about things. So for example, it is really key that you can be consistent when you show up because consistency builds trust. And remember, leadership is about behavior, not about position. And so that consistency enables people to trust you. And so their trust enables you to be able to show up in that leadership position. Now, don't get me wrong. They could be trusting that you're always going to be a pain in the butt, or they could be trusting that you're never going to give them an answer, right? That consistency can be good or bad. But for you, it is very important that you know very clearly who you are, what drives you, what makes you tick, what are your deal breakers, what are the things that are absolutely non-negotiable for you, so that when those things come up, you don't have any question in your mind about how you're going to respond. You may pause because it's important to pause and think and evaluate and make sure you're getting the right information in and then you're making a decision based on the right information. But you know yourself so well, you know what your experiences have been, you know how those experiences have played out and you know how you function best and you're able to be consistent in your responses to things. 
That is something that enables you to be the best leader you can be and to give yourself some grace and some peace and some knowledge that no matter what situation you go into, you're going to be able to handle it well, even if that means deciding to walk away. So that first point is really giving yourself time and grace and the gift of getting to know who you are, what makes you tick, what is the great stuff about you, what are the hard things about you, what are the gaps that you have so that you can show up strong and you can have the confidence and the courage to surround yourself with people, with processes, with things that cover for or fill in the gaps that you have based on the thing that you are trying to achieve. It is not a weakness to know who you are and to know what your weaknesses are, right? Because any great strength taken to an extreme can become a weakness. When we sit too heavy in the things we know we're exceptional at, we forget to look at and review and evaluate and shore up those places where we're a little weaker whatever that shoring up looks like for you. So be sure, number one, that you are getting really clear on who you are as a person, who you are as a leader, who you are as a confident, a colleague, a friend. Really understand who you are so that you can show up consistently so that you can continue to build trust and develop relationships that are beneficial, not only as you serve in whatever capacity that is for your purpose, but also so that you can receive the way you need to be received. So that's the first thing. The second thing, when we talk about kindness and courage not being mutually exclusive. I always used to get people that would come to me and say, I really want to work in HR because I just love people. My response to that was always, well, then you can't work for me. If you love people, you cannot work for me in HR. Now, that was an extreme answer, but I did that on purpose. Why? Because HR is not about loving people. HR is about understanding that in order for a business to move forward, in order for an organization to move forward, it takes people. And the people need to understand what the organization is trying to do. And the organization needs to understand the skills that the people bring. It is a symbiotic relationship. And in order for that relationship to work, it means you have to be able to evaluate in a way that is consistent, in a way that is non-judgmental, but also in a way that is clear and unemotional. You have to understand where the business is going and what the business is trying to achieve so that you can help manage, distribute, shore up, pump up the human capital asset. And I know people get all kinds of heartburn when we say human capital asset, but here's the reality. You are either an asset or a detriment to your organization, to your life, to your relationships, whatever, right? That's just the way it is. And so for businesses, that idea of kindness versus courage, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. You can absolutely be kind and still make courageous decisions. An example I give is usually around performance management. And when you think about performance management, because most of us have been on at least the receiving side of performance management, even if you have yet in your career to actually give performance feedback, you've probably been on the receiving side of it. And the challenge is when we are so worried about being kind and being nice and not hurting people's feelings, when there is constructive feedback to be given, that gets lost in the kindness. We bookend it in the beautiful, 
right? You are so great. We're so wonderful. We're so glad that you're here. You are a perfect addition to our organization and we really need you to kind of show up a little bit better. But you know, if we didn't have it, the team wouldn't be able to rely on you. We wouldn't really wouldn't be able to get the project done if you weren't here. They didn't hear any of that stuff in the middle. All they heard was, I'm great. They wouldn't be able to do it without me. That's what was heard. That is not kind because it is not unkind to be clear because the reality is there are some real issues in this case with some performance. There's some real issues there. And in order for you to address those real issues, you've got to be clear about what they are. You've got to be willing to tell someone what they need to do in order to address those issues. And that takes courage. You can be kind and be courageous. You can go to someone and say, we are so glad you are on the team. These skills that you bring have helped us lift up a different level in terms of our performance and our ability to deliver. And in this organization, it is critical that we work together and we collaborate. And we are having a real challenge around the ability to collaborate with you. The behavior that we see is not one that is collaborative. And that has a tendency to really impact our ability to deliver on the outcomes that we want. You still were kind, but you were clear. You didn't come out and tell someone, you know what, you're not a collaborator and so you're just not gonna be able to work here anymore. You weren't unkind, but you had the courage to tell someone the truth so that they can adjust behavior that impacts outcomes. And you did it in a way that was kind because it's not unkind to be clear. And you do not have to be nasty to be candid. So second point is kindness and courage do not have to be mutually exclusive. You just have to be really clear on the outcome you're trying to achieve, that you're looking for a mutually beneficial relationship or outcome, and you are going to move in that way based on who you are, right? Point number one, based on who you are and how you show up and the consistency, you are able to deliver messages that are kind, but also really difficult messages that take courage to be able to do that. And now point number three, Decision-making is about solutions, not just about making decisions. So many of us, especially in leadership positions when we are faced with a ton of decisions we need to make in any given time, get analysis paralysis, or worse yet, we get really indecisive and we just freeze. And that serves to actually undermine some of the trust that we have built, that serves to impact our consistency and most important it serves to impact our ability to lead and develop solutions to the problems we are trying to solve whether those are internal or external this is not something that's just from a business perspective we see this a lot when we just live our lives right how are we which profession are we going to go into if we're children which ones are we going to steer our kids into which school are we going to go to which mechanic shop are we going to go to for me which tree people am i going to look at in terms of being able to take care of this tree in my yard there are so many decisions that we have to make on a regular basis that we sometimes get decision overload and I've even heard myself say, I just do not want to make another decision today. I cannot make another decision. I'm tired of making decisions. And what happens is we get so caught up in the decision making that we forget it's not about the decision, it's about the solution. We are trying to solve a problem. We are either trying to solve a problem for our organization or our team, or we're trying to solve a problem for ourselves. But in any case, it's not about the decision itself. It is about the problem we are trying to solve. 
And so often we get caught up in this analysis paralysis or this, this challenge around decision-making because we are so focused on the decision. What decision are we going to make? Who made the decision? Was the decision a good or a bad decision? Man, what did my gut tell me about that decision? Your gut versus your head, right? Oh my gosh, decision, 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 decision. I got to make decisions. And what we miss is if we turn that upside down and say, what is the problem I'm trying to solve? and understand that problem, then we can decide what are the decisions that need to be made. We can look at the problem as the starting point as opposed to the decision as the starting point. We have got to decide who we're gonna hire. Do we? Or are we trying to solve the problem that says we do not have the appropriate skills in a certain area that are enabling us to achieve the expected outcomes. And if that is the case, then what we need to do is attain appropriate skills. And that decision may or may not be hiring somebody. That could be getting a service, that could be training internally, that could be, you know what, that is way too much and way outside of our bailiwick that does not make sense for us to do. It is not even adjacent to our business. We are going to keep moving because to build that is something completely different than what we have in our strategic plan, right? You are trying to solve the solution or solve the problem of not having the appropriate skills necessary to achieve the outcomes you said you wanted. And the decision to solve that problem is has a myriad of options. So instead of focusing on all of the decision-making we have to do, all the decisions we have to make, turn that upside down and start with the problem you're trying to solve. What are we trying to make happen? What are we trying to prevent from happening because it's just like when I tell people through my alignment practice, you know what, when you're thinking about what you're trying to achieve, what your vision is, what work you want to do. That's why I ask you what work you want to do, not what job you want to have, because it opens up possibilities. If you are looking at the solution, right? The problem you're trying to solve that opens up a myriad of possibilities for solutioning as opposed to we have got to make a decision around our hiring process. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe what you've got to do is decide whether or not you even need to hire somebody because you might just need to train some people. And then you might have to make a decision on your internal training process, right? Completely changed. So it's really important when you start moving through your day, especially getting into a leadership position, is understanding that decision-making and that, that tendency to get paralyzed around decisions or to not think about decisions as opportunities is we're not thinking about the right starting point. The starting point is trying to solve a problem. What is the problem to which we need a solution? And when we understand that, then we can understand what kinds of decisions may or may not need to be made in order to impact the problem in a way that gets us to the outcome that we want. So as you go through this week, with all of these things going on, I really want you to think about those three points. Really getting clear on who you are and giving yourself the gift of knowing that, right? I am very clear on who I am, the good, the bad, the ugly, the crazy. I am really clear on that. And I'm really clear on where my genius is. And so it's easy for me, most times, 
to decide what I'm going to do and what I'm just going to say, you know, that is just not something that's happening. What are my deal breakers? The second thing is it is okay to be kind and courageous because you do not have to be nasty to be candid. Kindness and courage are not mutually exclusive. You can do both. And as leaders, it is incumbent upon you to understand how to do both because kindness will help you build trust and keep trust. That kindness also enables you to have very difficult conversations in a way that people can hear them. When you're yelling and screaming and being derogatory, people don't hear that. When you are kind but clear, people hear that. And then finally, really rethink your decision-making process. If you find yourself getting really paralyzed around the decisions you need to make, not being able to make them or not understanding which ones you need to make or all the decisions you make don't seem to really attack the thing you're trying to attack, pause. Go back and look at the problem you're trying to solve. What is the solution that needs to be brought to bear? And given that necessary solution, what are the decisions that will most likely impact that? Thank you so much for tuning in. Let me know how it goes for you the next week. And if those things made some sense, I would love to hear your feedback. Let me know how it works to be able to be kind and courageous and really on that decision-making thing. If you turn that around and really think solution first, how that impacted your decision-making going forward. We are going to dive a little bit deeper into that kindness and courage piece and how it impacts decision-making as well on my fireside show on Thursday. So join me firesidechat.com slash Laurel Rutledge for alignment vision action on Thursday evening, 7 PM central time. So this week we're going to talk about that. Would love to have you there. Jump in the audience, make some comments, ask some questions, join me there and let's have a conversation. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. As always, I appreciate that you chose to spend time to do this. Have a fantastic rest of your week. I believe in you. I know you have the courage to know who you are. I know you have the courage to have kind conversation. And I know you have the courage to develop solutions upon which you have to make decisions. Take care and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.